Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Tom and Steve are the best. Nick's not here today, but he's also very cool. Tom and Steve Rue. Yay, I'm so excited to be podcasting with my boys, Tom and Steve. Episode 111 of the Friends and Rivals TomCast coming in live and hot. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz. William Thomas Fougere. Nick. 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 Nick, your cue. Nick. Nick. Uh, Nick will not be joining us this evening. He is on business in Chicago for the evening. And right now he texted me and let me know that he was in bourbon land and he was ordering deep dish and wings. So mm. sounds like he's having a pretty good night. Oh, yeah even though the Islanders just started the third period down 2-1 to Carolina. And it's the most wonderful time of the year. People may say that Christmas is. This is the most wonderful time of the year if your team is in the playoffs. If your team is not in the playoffs, it is miserable. I find it to be overrated. I, I don't. What do you mean you find it to be overrated? I don't know. I mean, there's games on, but I, I'm not very interested, so I don't see what the hubbub is. All right, what's on your TV right now? Well, right now it's the Islanders and the Hurricanes. Oh, but yeah, I, I didn't I'm gonna flip either. I'm gonna flip back to the uh, to the Nets and the Sixers pretty soon. Basketball. I looked at that. That's the same thing that told you who's gonna play in the NBA. Well, exactly. So look out. You better start buying some season tickets. I, I plan to. I'm tall. I like wearing shorts. Hook, hook. Dunk, dunk. Not that tall. Are you serious? I'm all about basketball and baseball now. Go New York Knicks. They're up one nothing on Cleveland. Um, The Brunson, you know, he's a player, doing good. Uh, I mean, that was that was solid basketball reporting, Bill. That was thank you. Solid. Thank you. So the Penguins, even though they they did miss the playoffs, unfortunately. Um, they did have a very adventurous week. What happened? What happened? Well, they missed the playoffs by one point. Uh, well, technically two points because Florida had the tiebreaker, I suppose. Um, and, and I don't know, do, do any of you remember a couple of weeks ago, I said how many points the Penguins would need to make it into the playoffs? Do you remember what that number was? As far as the wild card goes, uh, you know, they, I, I think, you know, they, they're in a spot where they don't need to scoreboard watch, which is nice. They, they just they just need to count their points. They need about 15 more points. They got about 16 games to go. Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah, I called it a few weeks ago. I said ninety three points still get to the playoffs. And 93 points would have got him into the playoffs ahead of the 92 points that Florida got. So didn't I lay uh, out a plan on how they could achieve and get 93 points? Well, I think the penguin penguins get at least 16 from what I've counted, right? I'm not, I, and I didn't even count the two Ranger games this week. Right. So Ottawa, you you can you can probably go either way, but I'm giving that to the Penguins just because it's home. And they got Caps at Detroit, Nashville, Philly, Detroit, Chicago, Columbus. There's your 16 points. (laughs) 
Yeah, those bums didn't follow the plan. They kept losing to shitty teams. They lost to they beat the Avalanche, but they lose to the fucking Blackhawks. They had they had the last two games of the season. Then if they won both of those games, they would have been in the playoffs. They were playing the worst team in each conference. (laughs) The the Blackhawks and the and the Blue Jackets, literally the last place teams in each conference. And uh, they won zero of those games. They uh, and I guess after they lost the first one, there was maybe no motivation for Columbus. But you know, because uh, they they knew they were done. But uh, but yeah, um, the worst uh, it was the worst third period team in the NHL, and the simple reason why is because they're too fucking old. Um, and uh, you know, they they I talked about all all season how they blew third period leads. I talked about all the points they lost in those blown leads, but, but even beyond all of those instances of, of not picking up points when they had third period leads, you know, it, it just felt like they lost all the key games the the whole season long. Like, like I, I remember at, when we were at the point in the season, when the, when they were about to go on like the, the 10 day break over the all-star break and they were playing shitty San Jose right before the break. I said, that's a game they really need to kind of feel good about their first half going into the break. And they lose that game six to four. And then the next month they're playing the Islanders. And, and even Nick said it on our podcast, the Islanders season felt like it was hanging in the balance right around mid February. And, and uh, the Penguins had the two games against them. And Nick had said, you know, he felt like the Islanders needed to win both of those games in regulation for them to have a real playoff chance. Guess what they did. They won both of those games against the Penguins in regulation. So chances to, to, to put a little hurt on the Islanders. They, they didn't take advantage of it. March 4th, they played the Panthers. They they really could have dealt like a death blow to the Panthers that day. They lost the game. And and the Panthers, you know, were instead of being like eight points out, they were like four points out or whatever they were. Um, and and those are the two teams that got past them. Um, so it was like a series of just games all season long, just the big one. They just they just never got over the top. And and I think uh, you know, at when the season ended. That night when the Islanders won their game and, and knocked them out uh, right before the, the Penguins' last game of the season, like uh, uh, my immediate reaction was everybody, everybody who was involved in the decision last season. Before last season to re-sign Malkin to four years and Latang to six more years and re-up this whole core group, which now they're saddled with. Um everybody who who touched that had to go like that was my first thought is is everybody they got a clear house and Fenway sports group to their credit uh has cleared house and and goodbye ronnie hextall goodbye brian burke goodbye whoever the assistant was uh to hextall they're they're all uh they're all now unemployed uh with nhl teams and and much and they they really deserve it um you know we're over the next few years, the Penguins aren't going to be able to, to escape that, the, you know, the, the the core three that they brought back. Um, that, who's going to take – you would take Malkin if it was the trade deadline and his contract was expiring, that somebody would find a deal for him. But nobody's going to take him for $6 million a year for three years. Like, you're not going to trade these guys away. Um, they made well, – Well, I, I don't know about that. If you retain some of the money, I, I there's a – listen – we have found out over the past three years that there is Arizona no contract in the NHL that is untradeable. Arizona will, will take. No, but that's that's the key thing. I, I yeah, I should have qualified that by saying if they didn't retain some of the contract. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're going to keep paying these guys, 
not to play for you. That's one way out of it. But how much are you going to really free up there? I, I don't know. But but the choices of the old regime to just continually get older, going to last offseason, picking up Jeff Petri. It was really a, when they picked up Petri, they had to unload Marino. So while that wasn't a direct trade, that move was Petri for Marino. That clearly didn't work out. Um, you know, you got John Rudy, who's mid thirties or, or early thirties, I guess. And, and he's got a couple more years on his contract, but Jesus Christ, go back, go back to the, the expansion draft and the, the, the choice that they made to trade Jared McCann, you know, Jared McCann, 26 years old, who just scored 40 goals for the fucking Kraken. That was, that was a trade they made because they weren't going to protect him because they were going to protect Jeff Carter. Anybody, anybody who made that decision doesn't just deserve to be fired. I mean, they should be thrown off a fucking bridge. I didn't look at the stats. What did Jeff Carter have? 45, 48 goals? How many goals did he have? He had to have more. <laughs> what in, in his total Penguin career? I don't know. <laughs> he, Jeff Carter disappeared for like two months. Didn't didn't even find the score sheet. I don't think his line found the score sheet for, for like two months from like January until like the middle of March. Um, and then at the trade deadline, you know, they, they did some things to free up some cap space. What did they do? They... They go and get older again. They go get Nick Benino. They go get uh, Dmitry Kulikov and, and Michael Granlin. Michael Granlin, who's got two more years at $5 million a year on his contract. Brutal. Just brutal. Like, what What did you even make the room for to, to fill it up with, with more shitty contracts for ineffective players? Benito and Kulikov, I think, played three games between the two of them before they were both hurt because you're trading for these old old guys. Sounds like the Rangers of the late 90s, early 2000s. And 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 the last thing I'm going to touch on is is the the pipeline, the the prospect pipeline. <laughs> there there is none. Out, out of all these things, they they held on to their first round pick this year. You know, uh, hooray! Um, it's going to be a good one. Look, they're they're two biggest prospects coming into the season: Nathan Ligari and Sam Poulin. Okay, both guys from Quebec Major Junior that had some success in the in the late teens. You know, um, in in Quebec Major Junior. Uh, Ligari scored like 35 points in two AHL seasons, the last two seasons, and Poulin quit. Poulin quit fucking hockey. He's gone. <laughs> 22 years old. They're they're they're, they're both fucking done. like what the fuck? I, I, and I and I think and I think because like of the success that the Penguins had with with Crosby and Latang and Flurry from the you know all the all the Quebec guys that they had. Maybe maybe that was what they were trying to keep going with you know because because of mario's link in, to to quebec hockey um but jesus i mean you, you look around the league and you see all these guys playing in the ncaa that finished their ncaa seasons and they're fucking nhl ready they're nhl ready right when it's done and and they're and you got the devin Le levi going up to, to buffalo you got uh you got uh the hughes kid going to the devils i, I mean uh guys signed into the AHL or NHL level, like they got to turn their focus from Quebec major junior, which hasn't produced a star since Nathan McKinnon who played there a decade ago. Uh, so guys, I mean, <laughs> they got to get with it on so many levels. Uh, they're, they're about to go into an ugly time. Um, and the Fenway sports group this week talking about like getting rid of Hextall and Burke and moving on. Like, but even those guys said, uh, that uh, who were these guys now? Kevin Acklin and David Beeston are running the show from Family Sports Group, and they just seem like they're corporate guys from Boston who are just stepping in and saying what they whatever they want to say. But like they're they're talking about, oh, we got to make this team competitive again next year. No, 
No, you don't. You're not going to get there. You got to, you got to like blow this thing up. It is time to blow it up. It's not time to try to figure out another way to, to try to get to the playoffs with those guys. It's not going to happen. There's only so many band-aids you can apply. That's it. That's it. So, okay. Now nobody has to hear me talk until the next season. (laughs) Well, it, you know, (laughs) out of all of this, Mike Sullivan seems to have not been touched. Um, is he going to be a casualty in all of this or is he part of the solution moving forward? Um, I, you know, it, it, it could very well depend on, on the general manager and who they bring in to run their new hockey operations department, because they might have somebody in mind. They might want to go a different way. So I think his job is very much in the, in the balance. Uh, but, uh, but the guys from Fenway sports group have, have given him a vote of confidence and, and I think he really deserves it. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not putting this shit show on him whatsoever. I, I think he's a great coach and I think it would be a huge mistake uh, to lose him over this. It's just always so amazing to me when the fans can know a move is shitty right off the bat. Like nobody thought the Hextall move was a good move for the Penguins. And right. I don't think anybody thought the Burke move was a good move for the Penguins. Right. And, and, the moves to hire them and then the moves they subsequently made like it. Yeah. And it, and it does bother me. It, I mean, you guys have known me a long time. The the worst thing you could do as a, as a sports franchise in my eyes is, is go and make moves that, that I know are shitty, but like, you know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Okay. Maybe they know something I don't know. And then when it proves out that you didn't know something, I don't know, that really bothers me that when, when the fans can start running the team better than, than, the people, the people whose job it is team. to understand the talent that they have and understand the right moves to make. That is, that is not good. But the, on the, on the bright side, and I don't have to stress out over. Uh, no. You could just sit back the first time in 16 years. You could just sit back and relax. Yeah. I got a, I got, I got no dog in the fight. Let Meanwhile, it all on the flip side of that, um, the three, I don't, well, I don't know about Nick. Nick is probably having a very good time tonight. Um, but it's just been agonizingly sick about <laughs> the next we, we go days. now we go now to nick <laughs> fuck it my team is losing i don't care whatever man <laughs> can we get more deep dish it's fucking delicious it's <laughs> fucking windy here man what the fuck bourbon town bourbon town that actually that does sound exactly like nick right now yep <laughs> So yes, you were saying very nerve wracking time, extremely nerve wracking because listen, you want your team to come out and play well and play up to what you believe they can, but you don't know if they're going to like the people are making a big deal about the devil's inexperience in the playoffs. It's hockey. Okay. You don't, I, I think experience in the playoffs is, is a little overrated, but they got guys on their team who have been there before, right? They this is the reason why they got Palat. Heischer's been to the playoffs before. Uh, uh, he played five games. Well, I mean, he's been to the playoffs, but he's played. Marino's five games. been there. Hamilton has been there. Yes. Vanacek has been there. All these there's a ton of guys on this team that have been there already. And to tell me that they're inexperienced, I don't know. Maybe as as a group playing together, yes, they're all first year all together. But I don't know. I I don't buy this experience. This. They have nine guys that are going to be making their playoff debut. The Rangers, Jimmy VC has the least amount of experience on their roster with 16 games. Yeah, he he his first year in the league was the only year he made the playoffs. Yeah. 
So, I mean, nine guys versus, you know, everybody on the roster, that makes a difference. I agree with you. I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. It makes a difference to me because you know what to expect for your team. You saw your team go on a deep run in the playoffs. I don't know how my guys are going to be affected by the playoffs or if they will be affected by the playoffs because I don't have a history of these guys in the playoffs. I do think, and I was going to make this point a little bit later, definitely helps that they're going up against the Rangers versus them going up against a team like Carolina or a team like Florida. There's that built-in intensity playing the Rangers, even during the regular season. Okay. But I don't get what would make a difference between Carolina and New York. Just they wouldn't get up proximity. for they wouldn't get up for a game, I think. It's the playoffs. You're up for every game, dude. But that's just it. If you're inexperienced, maybe you don't get up for game one of the playoffs because it's against if like say they'd be they beat out Carolina for the for the Metro and they were playing Florida. Maybe they come in with a little bit of like, uh, oh, this is going to be easy. We're the higher seed. We should win this. Mm. We just, again, that's yeah. the well, listen, that's the I, X factor. You don't know. Yeah, I guess that's where the inexperience factor comes into play for sure. Um, I saw an interesting note tonight on uh, on the ESPN telecast of the Hurricanes Islanders. That was probably as, the first time that's that sentence has ever been said. <laughs> but for as good as Carolina has been the past three, four years. What's their record in the playoffs? Uh, 163 and four. <laughs> no, no, oh. it's, it's not that. That's um, a little ridiculous. How many years are you talking? I, I, I'm guessing how long has Brenda Moore been their head coach? Because it was about Brenda Moore. Okay. So what, past five, five six, years, six years? Yeah, five, six years. Uh, 20, 25 wins. They are no more than a 500 hockey club in the playoffs. 24 and 24. Un, it's unfucking believable. But how they can be so dominant in the regular season, but when it comes to playoffs, man, they just have and, a hard time. And, and they're that's plenty. Just and they're plenty experienced. Yeah, and that's exactly and that's exactly what I was going to say too. Is like it, it, there's the experience factor. The experience factor is one thing. But the other thing is when you got a team that's new to the playoffs, like the devils, are they, we're going to find out, are they really constructed to be a playoff team? Are they really going to be able to respond to the kind of changes in the game that happened in the playoffs? Cause exactly the hurricanes are exactly an example of a team that I don't feel like is a threat in the playoffs. I don't take them seriously. They might win around or, or something, but I don't take them seriously to, to think about them as a long run Stanley cup contender, even though they're almost in first place every year. And, and it, and it, it'll, they're a team that looks on paper and even in the physical appearance that they're built for the playoffs and they're just no more than the 500 hockey club. It's it, it really, it, it boggles my mind with them and watch. Well, the, the, the only first. way you get and to now be, I'm saying this, they're going to win the cup this year, by the, the way. The only way you get to be better than that record wise <laughs> is going on multiple deep runs, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you lose it, if you win a series four, three and you lose a series four, three, you're a 500 team in the playoffs. Good math. I, ch I checked the math. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Good that's job. what happened last year. Yep. They went, they, they beat the Bruins in seven. They lost to the Rangers in seven. So that right there, that's half of the game total. No, it's a quarter of the game total. We just talked about. So 
I don't know. The, I mean, the, I, I get I get your point though. Yes. So, they're not they're not putting away that first round in four, you know, four games to one. Like no, maybe they was, should be. And and Billy bitched and moaned at me last year. That was the Rangers' biggest problem was not finishing these teams off early yeah. and getting the rest that you need to get into the second round. But by the time the third round comes around, you played, you know, two seven game series and you're just fucking spent. You're just done. Yeah. So I think the, the Rangers got to try and do a better job of that. Although I, I don't see that in the first round. Um, maybe, maybe they learn. And even listen with all of these teams in the playoffs and, and it's probably good to just jump right into our, our picks. Yeah, man. Um, I, Florida, are they the only team that is like, not, not a team that you're worried about? Like if the Devils were playing the Florida Panthers, would you be so worried, Steve? Again, I would be worried not by the Florida Panthers. I would be worried by how my players were, are going to react to playing in the playoffs. Yeah, and and so I no, I wouldn't worry I about the Florida right. Panthers. It would it would be a, a similar level to what I got going on now, even though I'm more worried about the Rangers uh, specifically, but. I would also have that fear of not knowing how my team is going to handle playing in the playoffs. Right. No, I, I, I hear you. But again, even if you compare the Rangers team from last year to this year, do you think they're, they're a completely different team. Do you think Edmonton is all at all worried about LA? hundred percent. I would be. Uh, they, on, in the West, I mean, maybe Seattle. So I, I don't think they can, they can skate with Colorado. But if you're Dallas, you want to play Minnesota? Probably not. No. Even if you're Vegas, do you want to play Winnipeg? Winnipeg's a big team. Yes. So again, there, there's, there's, there's teams in here that you don't want to play regardless of what round you're in, um, and it's going to be it, it's it it just speaks volumes to the NHL about the competitive balance that I believe that's in the league right now. All right, so playoff predictions. You want to start west or east? Fuck the west. Let's start east. And fuck let's start Flyers. Wait a minute. Fuck the west. Fuck okay. The, fuck the. Well, sure. fuck the. Well, fuck the Flyers. I'm always right. up for fucking the Flyers. Okay. Wait. No. I, see, I would I say do the Flyers. I would say do the west first if we're going to do the west, and then save the best for the end. All right. I guess we can do that. Maybe I should have uh, had Nick's picks queued up, huh? It's like putting the ending of the movie first. Who are you, M Night Shyamalama? Who? The the that guy. M night Shamalama ding dong. All right, let's see what Nick did. If I can find it. I, I would bet even Nick's picks are very long and drawn out and explained <laughs> no. in depth. They are they are they're basic as as you can possibly what? imagine. All right. Isn't that giving us a goal by goal breakdown of the series <laughs> predictions? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? We're not getting a goal-by-goal goal breakdown of the series predictions? <laughs> no, no. But you are <laughs> going to get a total games of the series for sure. Wow. In the first round. Uh, no, he did all the way uh, to the cup he final. Aye, aye, aye. He's thorough. Uh, he he is very, very thorough. All right, let's go out west. We got Colorado, Seattle. We got Colorado in four. Colorado in five. Colorado in five. I agree. Uh, Nick also has the abs in five. Um, 
What a dumbass. <laughs> he has what? Dallas and Nashville in the next game. Oh, uh, Nick, okay. Nick, Nashville is not in the playoffs, buddy. Nick, you're going to laugh when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe he was drunk when he put it together. Maybe, let's just pretend that Minnesota is Nashville. Right. I mean, let's pretend. I guess so. I guess he's not picking Nashville to win. <laughs> I'm assuming. He's got Nashville winning the cup, ironically. I don't know. <laughs> that would be pretty difficult. Okay, so Dallas, Minnesota. Yes, Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas in four. Whoa. Dallas in six. I have Dallas in five. And Nick has Dallas in six, beating the Nashville Predators. <laughs> we beating got- the Nashville Wild. <laughs> we got... Uh, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and the JETS. Jets, Jets, Jets. So wait, before you go on, oh. ironically enough, I was listening to NHL radio today. The guy who owns the Jets, like who who brought them into the league, We're talking apparently Winnipeg, named them Winnipeg, after right? the New York Jets. No shit. He asked. He asked the owner of the New York Jets for permission to name them the Winnipeg Jets. I don't think you hmm. need permission, though, do you? No, no, no. He wanted to do it as an homage. Huh. Okay. Fucking loser. All right, sorry, Bill. Go ahead. Weirdo. That's why they're gonna lose. Well, that's uh, that's um, that's why I'm picking the Jets. J E T S Jets 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 and four. Whoa! <laughs> Sensing a trend here. Uh, I've got Las Vegas in six. Although I was tempted to pick the Jets. I I, I have Vegas in five. Nick has Vegas in five as well. Kings no faith Oilers. in Kyle Connor, huh? Fuck Kyle Connor, overrated bum. <laughs> I got the Oilers in seven. What? Wow. Wow. I've got uh, Edmonton in five. I got Edmonton in six. Nick's got Kings in six. Wow. Do you A think maybe he meant the Sharks, cotton. though? Huh? Do you think maybe he meant the Sharks? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> all right let's start over in the atlantic now we got bruins panthers i got the bruins in four i've got the bruins in five uh bruins in four and nick's got bruins in six wow uh lightning leafs is this the year that toronto does something it is it's the year Toronto wins in seven and four. Wow, oh, seven. Wow, I have Toronto in seven as well. Uh, Nick and I both have Tampa in seven. And wow. Nick goes on to state that the Leafs blow another game seven lead. <laughs> uh, Canes Islanders. I like the Islanders. Uh, I'm gonna, I was gonna say four, but. Carolina's looking like they might win this game. So I'm going to say five. Islanders in five. <laughs> I think that's cheating, but okay. Uh, I've got Carolina in seven. Ooh. I have, uh, I have the Islanders in six. And Nick has the Canes in six. Mm. Upending his own team. And now with the... <laughs> with we, what we hope is the series of the first round, Rangers, the we've all been Devils. What? Rangers Devils. I got the Devils winning the series in seven games. Jack Hughes triple overtime winner on a Michigan. Wow. 
I really hope that doesn't happen. I really don't <laughs> hope. That. Uh, I really hope that doesn't happen. I have the Rangers in seven. I have the Devils in seven. Nick, Rangers in five. Five. Ooh, so losers. Two of the four series that the Rangers have beat the Devils, they won in five games. Yes. And they're so, the more recent. They're the more recent ones. The yes. first two were in seven. 97 and 08. Yep. Second round. Uh, I mean, it would be, I guess, Stars and Avalanche. For me, it would be. Yep. Uh, and, and I'm taking the Stars. In six, dethroning the champs. I, I didn't yes, pick sir. games for the I second round, but I've got the stars as well. I I have the I have the abs. Um, depending on who you got, uh, Vegas, Edmonton, or LA. I got uh I got the Jets and the Oilers in that oh, round, and I forgot about taking, the Jets. I'm sorry, I'm taking the Oilers to get to the conference final. I have got the Nashville Predators. <laughs> I've Just got the, sneaking in everywhere. <laughs> I've got the the Oilers of Edmonton. Yeah, I I have the Oilers as well. Um, over in the other ones, we we all got Boston versus either Toronto or Tampa. I've got Boston beating Toronto in the second round. Likewise, Boston over Toronto. I have Tampa over the Bruins. And Nick has the Bruins over the Bolts. And then uh, depending on who you got, I'm looking at Nick's and he's got Canes Rangers with the Canes in seven. Fuck yourself, Nick. (laughs) Coming from the guy who didn't even pick his own team in the first round. Sorry. All right. So uh, mine is uh, a matchup between the Islanders and the Devils. And I got the Islanders in seven. I got I have, the Rangers going on. I have the uh, I have Devils Islanders, and I have the Islanders winning that one. Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, no, Conference Finals. Well, no. Now we got to do the, who's who's winning each conference. Well, yeah, well, who's yeah. in the Stanley Cup Final? Who's going to be? Yes. Yes. Um, so depending on who you got, who's your Western Conference champ? So my Western Conference champ is going to be the Dallas Stars beating the Oilers to advance to the finals. Dallas Stars. Edmonton Oilers for me. Nick's got the Kings in the final. Jesus. Wow. He knows it's not 2012 or 14, right? (laughs) Right. Thank God. He knows it's just a statue of Dustin Brown out there. He didn't come back to play. Yeah, I I guess. Um, In the Eastern Conference final, I have a rematch of Tampa and the Islanders, and I have Tampa going back to the final. And I've got Boston playing the Islanders, and I have Boston advancing to the final. I have Boston and the Rangers in the final. I have Boston going. Ah. And for your Stanley Cup final prediction, uh, Connor McDavid hoists the Stanley Cup. I've got Brad Marchand hoisting the oh. Stanley Cup. Why, why would Marchand? <laughs> He's the hoist? captain, right? Who's no, the hell's captain? Bergeron is. Oh, Bergeron, I, whatever. I oh, have per- Patrice Bergeron. Coming off the bench because he didn't play in the game because he was injured for some reason, coming out to hoist the Stanley Cup after the victory in game six. Nick has the Bruins over the King in a sweep, which actually would make a lot of sense if that happened. 
So there you have it. All of our predictions are coming true. Every Again, morning. listen to NHL radio today, and there was a call-in segment. A lot of people have the Edmonton Oilers winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, you a look at the goaltending. something that's there. You look at the ESPN smart guys on the Twitter, and they're all picking Edmonton. Just, you know, it was similar to what they did last year. There were a lot of people that picked the Oilers last year, too. Crazy. And the, and the Avs. I mean, I think the Avs were the overwhelming favorite yeah. last year. They're, they're this year's Bruins. Yeah, but I don't know. Sure. I don't, I don't, what are the Bruins doing right now? Playing hockey. They're up three to one. Last I saw, they were up three, three to one. one. Yeah, the Islanders really uh, the, were the only team that had a chance to knock them out in the first round of everybody that was there. I'm really upset with the Islanders, but they had to finish where they finished. Would have liked yeah. to rather, you know, Florida, Carolina, Islanders, Boston is just, it's better for the sport. Got a better, it's got a better feel for it. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. What the hell's next on the agenda? God damn it. We just are we just breezing over the final games of the regular season for our teams here? I mean, for, yours were pretty much meaningless. Yeah, they they were all meaningless. I mean, outside of the outside of the Luke Hughes, you know, I mean, you, you overtime have, goal. Well, we uh, we but, we didn't we didn't get we're not riding the metro yet. That's fine. We didn't, we didn't get there yet. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. I promise. So Kevin Weeks has been mouthing on Twitter and, and Butchie Gross. I mean, the, them two for the past, you know, few weeks have been, have been breaking news on Twitter about the Atlanta, Northern Atlanta suburb of Alpharetta um, building a hockey, fa- hockey arena facility. Uh, it's 18,000 seat arena that can, uh, obviously house an NHL franchise and they all, they all seem to think that Atlanta is going to get an NHL franchise. And we, 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 we know that they're not going to do an expansion. So of all of the teams that are in the NHL right now, give me a, if not your top five, give me your top three franchises that could find themselves in Atlanta. You want to surprise one first? Sure. Yes. You might piss somebody off. Go ahead. The New Jersey Devils. Okay. Why? Um, I just think because their their numbers are extremely low. Their their television market is oversaturated, um, and I think there would be more money spent on the Islanders and Rangers franchises. That's probably better for the sport if the Devils were not part of that metropolitan. I don't, I don't know what the metropolitan area area, right? Legitimate so, reasons. So I, I think I think the Devils could would be a team on on my list to move. Okay. It's not like it's never been rumored before, right? I mean, no, we went through of, this. Of course, of course. In the nineties, look, you can say the same thing about the Islanders, except I don't know if the, the Islanders just built a new arena, so I, I think that's more unlikely. The Center is fairly new; it's newer than Madison Square Garden. Well, yeah, but there's there's a lot. It's like moving fucking another team. It's like moving the Cowboys. Oh, I, I don't I don't think the Rangers are moving. That's for sure. No, I I don't yeah. I don't believe that. I mean, obviously, we all agree Arizona is number one on the list. I, I think yeah. on everybody's list, I think Arizona is number one. Right? Yeah, list. makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they can move a Canadian team. Out of Canada down. Ar- Arizona's not in Canada, Tom. No, no, I know <laughs> that. But if you if you were talking maybe. No. Maybe Winnipeg 
or or Ottawa for that matter, I don't think you can move any of those Canadian franchises out of Canada. So I think Winnipeg, you can move a U.S. team to Canada, but I don't think it's I, I don't think you can do it vice versa. Winnipeg just got the team back too recently. And Ottawa's got the whole potential that Ryan Reynolds is going to buy them. Why couldn't he buy him and move him? No, he would, because he's an Ottawa boy. He would never do that. The whole point of him buying them would be to leave them in Canada. Okay. Um, does Quebec still have a team? <laughs> no, sir. No, fresh out. Why do you say uh, not expansion over a team moving? Uh, because you would have to do two franchises or else okay. you'd have, you know, so or else not? you'd be at a, you'd be out of whack. Why not do two? And do they, do they want to saturate the talent that much to do that? I don't know. 30, 32 teams is a lot of teams. I think we recently spoke about that on the, yeah, we, on the friends and rivals. What everybody else is moving to. <laughs> no, we, we, we certainly did. But is everybody else saying that there's going to be an expansion team? No, no, I'm saying that's what every, every other league is, is moving towards. They're moving toward more teams. Yeah. Well, who's got to who is is thirty two the 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 highest number of teams? I think thirty two is, is the highest. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think Pittsburgh can move. Jokes aside, I think, I think you know if we're if we're not talking about like a year or two from now, and we're like projecting this, you know, a few years down the line, five years, six years, whatever. Yeah, the the Penguins are Mario is no longer involved in ownership and and he's the guy who saved them kept them there it was a perfect storm for for him to come in and have the success they had and to set up the franchise but you look at how the next few years might go how the interest might wane there uh they they could they could find themselves you know uh, on that troublesome side in the not too distant future and be like one of those teams that might be a candidate to move again how about how, how does florida do well yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just looking up TV markets to try and compare Atlanta's TV market versus Miami's TV market. Yeah. Miami is number 18 and Atlanta's number six. I can 1000% see the Florida Panthers moving to Atlanta. Yeah. 100%. I could definitely see that. Just feel like any team in Southern Florida never looks outside, maybe outside of the Dolphins. Well, the, the, uh, the Marlins have won championships, but they don't draw for shit. No, no, they don't. The Heat have won championships. I mean, but it's basketball, and and football, like football and basketball, are going to draw. Yeah, that, that's a no brainer. But you know, I don't know if you if you know this or not. I don't know if you know the layout, but the Panthers are not in downtown Miami. They're in a Sunrise, fucking right? seventh suburb of Miami to the west, as close to Alligator Alley as you can be. And as far away from downtown Miami or Fort Lauderdale you could possibly be with still being within that district or in that county, they can't be any fucking further away. If they were downtown, I don't know. Maybe they could draw a little bit more. But being where they are in Sunrise is just so fucking far away. And, and I get it. Look, there's a lot of money out where they are right now in, in Sunrise and in the surrounding, surrounding towns. Um, so, so they, they're getting people to, to spend money on tickets, but they couldn't be any further away. Yeah, you're from not Miami. getting, you're not getting the corporate bucks out there. No, definitely not. You're not getting those that, you know, you're just finishing work. You're downtown. You're just going right. to go and, and watch a game or you got your high rises down there. 
I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But I can, you know, the Florida Panthers. I can, I might move them ahead of the New Jersey Devils in in my book, as as a, so, a potential. So franchise. Arizona and Florida. Yep. Um, Bill saying Pittsburgh. Mm. Columbus. What's Columbus do? Do. Wow. That's a good point. Why do they ever go there in the first place? Yeah, I mean that's. I would agree. I don't think that's a good. Well, listen, Cleveland. Columbus is not close to Columbus. I mean, they're they're closer to fucking Cleveland than I am. <laughs> uh, I mean, nineteen and thirty-two are the TV markets for for Columbus and Cleveland. Cleveland is uh, is up there. Yeah, but I don't think people from Cleveland like people from Columbus. I don't think if you're from Cleveland, Ohio, you're going to root for the Blue Jackets because they're an Ohio team. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. That would be like the Buffalo Sabres rooting for the uh, somebody in Buffalo rooting for the Rangers because they're both New York teams. It's definitely not Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo is going to move. No, but I'm saying it's like that to say that Cleveland. <laughs> I know. I think Toronto could move. Okay, now just fucking. <laughs> Were we talking about Toronto getting another <laughs> franchise as a town that could sustain there you a go. second franchise? Again. Toronto and Atlanta expansion. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Hamilton. Put one in Hamilton and one in uh, Atlanta. All right. Um, listen, I'm I'm all for it, but I I, I don't. So I just... economically, it makes so much more sense to do that because these guys got to pay to join the league. And then that money gets all divvied up amongst the owners. So why not have two, two times the revenue coming in versus just one team moving markets? Yeah, but it's Arizona. Are they really making money for everybody else? I mean, Can they, are they going to get a new arena? They're supposed to. Yeah, I, I know. I know they're supposed to. They're supposed to. I don't know. All right, let's take a ride in the Metro. <laughs> Sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure But if you like the brown I still love you for who you are Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Uh, I think we've uh, we've heard enough about the the Penguins, Bill. I, I don't. No, I really want to say a few more things. No. <laughs> what? What? You want to talk about the goalie situation? Is that what you wanted to do? He, well, he wants to announce that they've just signed a defenseman. <laughs> they haven't had enough of those this season. I guess we're not talking about UFAs yet, right? That's for the Islanders. No. Okay. You, you Put that me. on the you back burner. Me. Yeah. Nick, you want to talk about the Islanders game one reaction? Go ahead. Nick. Nick, Nick. go ahead. We want to we want to hear your pain. We Nick, want you put to down your deep dish it. for just a second and talk to us. Nick, 
uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to tell you, it's not your fault. Okay, it's it's not your fault. All right, buddy. You know what's you know what's so funny to me? You think that he's listening. <laughs> he's never gonna. He's never gonna <laughs> That's listen. So funny to me. <laughs> the fantastic point you've made. Uh, all right. See, now now is the time right. to talk about the Devils' last couple of games. So, last two games, victory six to two over the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, saw Luke Hughes make his debut. Jack setting the franchise record for most points in the season. It was a very well balanced attack, and it also culminated in the Devils clinching home ice in the first round of the playoffs. Nation. Thursday, April thirteenth, was a five to four victory over the Washington Capitals that saw the Devils down 3-0 and 4-1 at points throughout the game. Mackenzie Blackwood not making a stellar impression on coaches, giving up four goals on 11 shots, which has led them to have three goalies on the playoff roster. They did battle back as Akira Schmidt came in and shut the Capitals out for the rest of the game, which led to Luke Hughes's thrilling First NHL goal. Overtime, wraparound goal, assisted by Jack Hughes. So do you want to play the clip of the video? Hughes works it down low. And he feeds it back to Luke Hughes. So again, three on three because of the overtime. These penalties went past the expiration. Could have gone to four on four. A shot from Luke Hughes. He's denied. Luke Hughes on the wraparound. He scores his first career NHL goal season with a record 52nd Devils win they are ready for the Rangers and that was how the season wrapped up for the New Jersey Devils nice. like the Rangers played meaningless games down the stretch that no one really cares about um and uh now it's all about getting ready to play the New Jersey Devils and the uh, and the test that is going to be for them for sure so shall um, we talk about I, that I I can't I can't listen to devil's fans on twitter anymore i i i I, it's not that i'm blocking them i'm just and i'm not unfollowing them i'm just scrolling past them really quick because somebody put the stats up between schmidt and shesterkin and said game seven who you got i mean (laughs) i i i one i vomited in my mouth and two it was the most ridiculous fucking post i have ever seen in my entire life how about this though when asked, when asked, <laughs> would he go Schmid over Blackwood as the backup? Lindy Ruff said, I just haven't seen Akira play enough this season to make that decision. This is why this is this, huh? right now. This Schmid is why played, I love Lindy Ruff. Schmid played two less games in the NHL than Mackenzie Blackwood this season. <laughs> yeah, but he's talking his career, though, Steve. His career. No, no. He said this season. Did he really? Yeah. Do, do they? Do you know what they should start doing Look at though? Me, trying to the fucking defend Lindy Ruff. Oh my god! <laughs> I got, but I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. That they should, they should in Utica. They should record the games. They should yeah. record those they games. They don't have that technology. Like put them on video. Like somebody shoot it with a smartphone or something. Literally think, send him a VCR. I've seen, I've seen, yeah, you know, youth hockey players like put a GoPro up behind the goaltender so that they could see how they did. I mean, it, it's pretty easy to do, guys. It's Utica, Bill. <laughs> they just got Star Wars. Miami yeah. Vice. <laughs> I do show. 
I listen, I, it, I give me two keys for the Rangers in this series is going to be goaltending and limiting the transition game of the New Jersey devils. If they can contain them and control the neutral zone, um, not like trap style, I'm not going there, but just control and contain their transition game uh, and get really yeah. good goaltending. Uh, I, I think this is a no brainer. Hands down. That second point is exactly what they've struggled with uh, against teams like Boston who negated their speed, not match their speed, but negated it. And that, mm. and they just, they, they have no way to overcome that. No, the devil's just from the game. They didn't play the Rangers. They, they sat and they prayed on their turnovers and just went the other and way. Just and the Rangers just had no fucking answer. Zero. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's a matchup of speed versus size. And it could come down to power play versus penalty kill. So Rangers seventh uh, in power play in the league, 24.1%. Devils fourth in penalty kill, 82.6%. And I think that that's really, that really could be a, a point where you tip the scales in, in, one, in favor of one team. Devils um, still a other- bad home ice team. Or they got better during the course they of the year. They got better. They got better as the season went on. That was an early season thing. Um, what I would love to see the Devils do is is try and get in Shesterkin's head. And I'm not talking run them, but I'm talking, you know, just that extra jab with a stick as the whistles blow in, or definitely get somebody in his face, screen him as much as you can. Um, and that's, I think where Timo will come in very handy. That's, he does that very well. He's a big body in front of the net. Um, I would really love to see them do that. You can see a, a, a Truba going for a big hit in game one. And I, I, I'm not sure who it's going to be, but I, I can see him going for a big hit in game one, just to kind Set of the establish, tone. establish that, that type of game. I didn't mention this the last time they played, but I had it in my notes to mention. Were you surprised with the lack of animosity between the two the last time they played? I feel like there was no after whistle scuffles. There were certainly no fights. Uh, the Rangers never showed up to that game, so I I don't know what you were watching. No, the Rangers never they showed didn't up. Show up in terms of competitiveness on the scoreboard, but there was still no intensity after the whistle. There was no setting the tone for a possible playoff series like you would expect to see. And that's why I'm very nervous about this series is that they know it's a big game. But even toward the end of the regular season, would it have mattered if they, if they played hard and lost? Yeah, it would have mattered a lot, but man, I just, I just figured that at that type of time of the season where you want to send a message to who you might play in the first round, you would actually show up and, and show some intensity and they didn't. And that's what scares me about this fucking team is I hope they show up with some intensity. It's it's game one. It's the devils. You better fucking show up with some intensity. I, I agree with you there. And, and that's exactly why you'll, you'll probably remember uh, before the season began, the Rangers were my pick to win the cup. Now I'm not picking them to get out of the first round. I think they have a very good chance to beat the devils. Don't get me wrong. Like a, I'm not prognosticating that I, that I know that I'm some genius that knows how this thing's going to end. I think it should be a really good series. I'm not sure who's going to win. But they were my favorite before the season started. And, and exactly for the reasons you said, I just don't see them stepping up and making and having like that, that intensity and making those big statement, you know, having those big statement wins and, and 
just seeing, you know, that, that overall growth that, that gives me the confidence that they're going to walk through the first round. Look, if they come out and they play like they played Toronto or not, not Toronto, uh, Tampa at toward the end of the year, if they play that style of game, it's going to be very hard for the devils to, to establish the transition game. It's going to be hard for them to use their speed. It's, it's going to be very difficult on them. And if the Rangers come out and play their game, they'll, they should succeed in this series, but it, it, like you said, it's a huge fucking question mark because they've shown it in spurts. They haven't shown in any sort of consistency this year. I look back on our, uh, our preseason uh, over-unders today for some stupid reason. Um, the over-under on the pens was uh, 101.5. And there was a lot of us that took the over. Billy was the only one who took the under. Okay. The Rangers were 99 and a half. Um, I think the majority of us picked the we over. We went over. Um, the Islanders were projected, um, I think, somewhere around 92, 92 and a half. Um, and we were split on that 50 50. But the Devils were 89 and a half, I think, was their, their, their preseason prediction. We all picked the over. So yeah. bravo to all of us. Go back to, I believe it was episode five of, of this season. Um, and I think I was, my, I, was I the only one that picked the Devils to actually make the playoffs? Because I definitely did. I didn't get that far after, uh, after the. Um, well, go back tomorrow. Plus minus. Go back I, tomorrow I, and, and report next Monday. I'm <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> Feel free to go back and, and, and take a listen at our uh, ridiculous pre- that was just before we drafted friends and rivals. Now Nick's not here. We can't cup. talk about that. What do you mean? We can't talk we about can't, this. Nope, skip it. You can't talk about it. Nick's not here. It wouldn't be fair to him. I agree. Uh, we kind of have to, we got to have him uh, deliver the news. He's yeah. I guess, but we're all really happy except for one person. And we could let, we could let Steve sweat it out for another week. Delay that one more week. <laughs> we got we got the rest of his life after next week (laughs) well steve good luck to you this this, uh this first round likewise good luck to you my friend i hope uh, you both lose tom and i have uh made a gentleman's agreement to both be (laughs) very civil as these possibly two weeks go on yeah i listen i'm not going to do anything that i wouldn't have done in the regular season well, you're quite an asshole during the regular season. Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> you've you've been known to be the c word. Oh my, mommy, Chicken daddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't fight. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yuck. Now this is the wrong Bill. This is gonna suck too. We're we're down a player. Uh, it's not like we're keeping track of this i'm just saying we're down a player this is this could be torture for is that gonna is that gonna help or hurt our cause since you don't have any voice of reason sorry i mean maybe maybe there's gonna be one third fewer wrong answers this time and we're gonna get that much faster to the answer okay who was the first hockey player to win no he's on the multiple choice he was not the winner he not the winner. Good hockey player. I just figured. Wayne Gretzky's been on the multiple shows of like every question. Just every week. Anyway, 
<laughs> who was the first hockey player to win Sportsman of the Year honors from Sports Illustrated? Boom Boom Jeffrey on. Not, not Boom Boom. It was not Boom Boom, but thank you. Lester Doc, Patrick. No, not Lester Patrick. That that definitely predated the Sportsman of the Year award. Now James Patrick. <laughs> James Patrick. Better guess, incorrect. Still Patrick Marlowe. It it was nothing. Nobody with a Patrick in the Patrick name. Patrick. If, if you want that hint, it was not Patrick. Patrick that, Laline. That was not Pat Roy. Travis no. Roy. No, it was no. You don't have to go into the Roy's now. No. Roy it, Rogers. It Roy Rogers was Roger not. McDowell. <laughs> he was a good reliever for the Mets. Uh, Pete Andy McDowell appreciates that reference, but uh, no, not Andy. Dowels in Queens. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is they don't have a sesame seed bun. No, no, they don't. See, I'm washing lettuce. We got the big Mick. <laughs> Larry no. Murphy. Larry Murphy. No, and that wasn't Eddie Murphy. Wasn't Murphy Brown? Um, Taylor Brown. Hall. <laughs> It wasn't Taylor Hall. It wasn't Taylor Swift. It wasn't. It wasn't Lawrence Taylor. Uh, see, I was going. See, I was going Arsenio Hall because I was still on the. the oh, okay. The, yeah. Coming to America. Theme. James Earl Jones. No, not not James Earl Jones. James Neal. Not James Neal. Neil Patrick Harris. That was you got a Neil and a Patrick. That was two of the names we were going with. That's that's fantastic. Franco I wish Harris. I was correct, but it's it was not Franco Harris. Not Franco Harris. Rest in peace. No. John Frank Franco. Reich. Not. No, neither one of those. It's a, this was a hockey player. Oh, a hockey. going back. That's odd. Who was Frank Buchek, Sportsman of the Year hockey yeah. player? Uh, um, no. Senior or junior? Both. Uh, incorrect. Uh, and it's not Wayne Gretzky, right? It was not Wayne Gretzky. Hmm. It was not Wayne. Sports Primo. Illustrated came out in like this. Not John Wayne. Mario Lemieux. Not Mario Lemieux. Was he on the? Was he a not, one of the choices? Not on the multiple choice. Yamir Yager. Not Yamir Yager. Would you like to know the other multiple choices? No. Paul Coffee. Not Paul <clears throat> Coffee. Was not a never was never a penguin, in fact. Hmm. Sergey Gonchar's out. Yes, he is out. Alex Ovechkin. Hmm. Not Alex Ovechkin. Um hmm. Sid Abel. No, not Sid Abel. Sid Caesar. <laughs> Caesar salad, not Caesar salad, not Caesar Augustus, not Augustus Gloop. Don't know who that is. No, Willie. That's the fat guy from Willy Wonka. We mean don't know who that was. I I never, I never saw Willy Wonka. Mike Radio, no Mike TV, no (laughs) Violet Uh, Beauregard, no. I mean, I'll just say it for Rukas Salt. Love that band. Love that band. Great band. Um, Casey Fougere. No, not Casey Fougere. Going Even up though he scored the, the champion, going up to the glass and giving the heart history. symbol to his not his dad. That's look at my girlfriend and not my dad. Um, nineteen sixties, I would guess. Right, we're that's where we're. Oh, I think we're really? in sixties, seventies. Not sure which. Larry Robinson, definitely one of those. Mm. Not Larry Robinson. Right? Bear. Oh, great guess. No. I, I bet you. How about they went with guess? they went with uh, a twofer, the Esposito brothers. Ah, oh. oh. Bill and Bobby. Very good guess too, but no, no. See, at least you're getting around. You're getting to to like you're talking. You're starting to talk about teammates of his. That's great. Is it oh. uh, hockey's Red first Hulk? family? Uh, the Suter yes. family. 
<laughs> no, it's I thought it was a Sittler family. family. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you want to know what his number was? Or classic? Uh, no, because that'll give it away. Ray uh, Bork. That's what I'm trying to give it away. No, it wasn't Ray Bork. No. <laughs> Bill Bork. Uh, no, again, it was not a, anybody who ever played for the Penguins. So no. Stan Makita. No. I think, yeah, if you guys named the entire Hockey Hall of Fame except Stan for Stan Fischler. Oh. No, not Stan Fischler. Nice. Uh, come on, Type 45. Type Doc 45. Emmerich. Doc, no, it wasn't Doc. Would have been a good choice, though. Mark Howe. I, I can't answer that because it wasn't. So why are you asking me how? Be more funny. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Uh, is anybody else crying from laughing so hard? No, oh, I'm, I'm I can't get air. Of you. I think the game should be over on the count of rain. <laughs> uh, Gordy Howe. Not Gordy Howe. Wasn't a how. Wasn't a why. Wasn't a what. Wasn't a when. Bobby Hull. No. Bobby Ryan. No. Bob Ryan. It was a good one. Ryan Suter. No. Oh, wait. You said no to the Suter family. Bobby Holik. No. Bobby Brady. No. Bobby Bonilla. No, buddy. Million dollar man. He might still be getting paid also. He is. How about Barry Bonds? Not... I don't know why we went to baseball. Um, no, it wasn't a baseball player. This is Pirates. a hockey player. I get it. Did he play for the St. Louis Blues? Uh, no, he didn't. Do you want Did me to give tripped? you a couple of teams that he might have played for? Did he get tripped by the St. Louis Blue player in the final? Uh, if that's who they played in the finals, then I guess. Because hmm. maybe, because I can give you like a list of teams and say he played for this team or, or, or he played for that team, you know, or what the hell's he doing? He might have played for another God. team. Did he just have a doing? stroke? I'm you all right. D- doing good. Like sure? it could have been Bobby or Brett. Yes. Yes, you're correct. I would say Brett then. Right, I would say Brett too. Right, whatever, whichever. Bobby Orr. I heard Bobby Orr somehow. So, I guess we got that. Um, Nick, we need you back. Now it's time for trivia with Nick, and since he's not here, that's a no-show, empty net. I think we all win.
that is an empty net goal. Yep. So have, I've got us at 12, 12 for 22 on the trivia uh, scoreboard. Yeah, it's not trivia, but whatever. It's impressions, but we're, we still win. Yeah, whatever. All right. This is going to bring us to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Well, I'm here. We're saving calories. Round here. We all love so Please go to the year of our Lord 2015 and then turn your calendars to July 23rd of 2015. Deep in the deep in the middle of summer. Deep in the middle of summer. I'm sorry, you said July what? 23. July 23rd, 2015 was a Thursday. Ooh. Breakfast was a Coca-Cola Zero 20 ounce with a Kit Kat. Somewhere Nick just threw up. <laughs> but because he's drunk, not because of what I ate. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Lunch was a slice of pepperoni pizza and a slice of grandma's pie with another 20 ounce Coca-Cola zero sugar. And dinner was a cheeseburger and Coca-Cola zero cooked by none other than Ricky Bigelow on the backyard grill. Why did you pick Thursday, July the 23rd, 2015? Obviously that was the day in, I'm guessing somewhere in England where a couple was caught having sex, and this is how I know it's in England, in a phone box in broad oh. daylight. Um, and they went on record to say, we don't understand the fuss. These are my kind of people. Does the article say she was having a good tag along with his tallywhacker? No. I feel like that <laughs> would be something they would say. were so randy. They there you had go. sex in a phone box. Insist they don't understand what all the fuss was about. Amateur boxer Gavin Wayne and 41-year-old Lisa Curley were wow. snapped in a passionate, passionate clinch. Jesus Christ. Uh, in the middle of the day uh, by a couple who drove past. The adventurous pair uh, said they had previously got it, got it on under canal bridges on the riverbanks in parks fields and hedgerows whatever yeah, we understand their hedgerow sure <laughs> no no i think it's they're hedgerows. just bushes i, I, I they... would imagine it's the bushes and uh, wednesday bushes i guess right and <laughs> all these little things on the trees uh and wednesday's boozy encounter was just the latest in a series of outdoor flings Gavin and Lisa, who, this is very important for the story, who keep piranha fish, um, said they were- Piranha, on, South America, they can't live here. They were on their way to a garden center to look at the fish section 
when they stopped in a supermarket what to buy a bottle of lager. They still got Arcadian Gardens over there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and they walked down the road a short time later, and the mood seemingly just took them. Uh, middleweight boxer Gavin told the son, we were passing the phone box and laughing and joking. And I said to Lisa, fancy a quickie? And obviously she did. Yeah, because she was probably a fear for her life. <laughs> Gavin said, we have, uh, we have had dozens of calls from people who recognize us, uh, but we are not ashamed and can't really see what all the fuss is about. We like having sex outdoors. It's healthy and gives you an extra buzz. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. Yeah. And that's really, that's really all. They didn't get her. Um, they didn't get in trouble. No, of course not. It's England. All, all the prudes from there live in the United States. Yeah, that's true. So here's to Gavin and Lisa. We're having sex in a phone box. I mean, 2015. Did they? They still yeah, have who still phone got phone booths? booths? What the fuck's up with that? I don't know. 2015. I gotta think that the phone booths are just non-existent. I mean, that's a it's big thing. Yeah, it's England. They got like middle-aged castles and shit still standing. They just they just leave shit out. They celebrate their phone booths over there. Yeah, but 2015, I mean, we're what, iPhone 7, 8? Yeah, but I mean, where else are you going to fuck if you're in public? Not in a phone booth. In a hedgerow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Under the that fucking London Bridge? Wasn't that, wasn't that a line in Stairway to Heaven? It was a, something in the hedgerow? I don't fucking And you know. don't know? I don't know. Billy, you're the music guy. I am. Billy, Billy what's what Billy's take on? Hey. I don't know Billy's take on Led Zeppelin. What? what yeah. Billy, what's your take on Led Zeppelin? They're good. They're, you know, they got some good shit. They got overrated they got, though, or overrated? Yeah, overrated, and yeah, they ripped off some people. Um, but they I ripped off a lot songs. of people. I enjoy some of their songs. Robert Plant's. I mean, his voice is ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what, if I don't there's know what a bustle in your hedgerow, that, you could that be was... right. That could be one of the lines. I mean, that's. I don't know why you would have a bustle in your hedgerow, but maybe her so bustle. Well, maybe Gavin and Lisa were out. Maybe in the Lisa's bustle is stuck rustle. in the hedgerow from when they were in there. Yeah, it's a, a very good point. Tussle. Maybe she is the fucking stairway to heaven. I mean, some boxer's giving it to some forty-one-year-old chick. She's got to have something going on for her. I saw her. She's not. She's not. Yeah. No. But you don't know what's it, what's in between her legs. You don't know what's down there. You're you're it's right. I probably well, I have an idea of what's there. and it wants to be out in public. So, yeah, I have an idea of what's there. And boy, oh boy. <clears throat> that's it that's so who got better the, of the trade calgary or florida well, i mean calgary florida didn't make the playoffs, playoffs so <laughs> and calgary's gm got fired so yeah i yeah. think i think we know the answer to that question so yeah. just to recap carolina won two to one boston's up four to one three minutes left to go did they allow that goal what goal that last the fourth goal that they scored was ridiculous it should have been disallowed what the I, if I, they I, don't I disallow it, it it'll be if it was early in the third period then they did like four minutes into the third period then they did oh maybe they're maybe so maybe it's a fifth goal that they're looking at i don't even maybe know bill, maybe but, bill's you know no they took no they took the goal off it's three to one. Oh, it's they just yeah they just took it off of the app yes well, how does steve right. lyons in goal for the florida panthers he's or whatever the fuck his name is Look up his stats. He's ridiculous. Yeah, season. in the past eight games, he, he played well. But in, in the game that he played uh, against the Rangers, he got shellacked. 
and the then, then he played Pittsburgh. the next night against the Panthers. <laughs> that was one of those hilarious Penguins. games. Like, yeah. It was what an eight, seven game. Something like that. Something just ri- ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, his last, his last eight games, I'm sure there were plenty good, but you're paying Bobrovsky $10 million. He's got to be your game one starter. Sorry. I don't care what kind of streak this kid is on. Well, Tom has spoken. Jesus Christ. Anyway, and that's GM time with Tom. Wow. Bill, I need a song. GM time, GM with, time Tom. with Tom. Okay. So if you're Edmonton, <clears throat> do you start Jack Campbell over Stuart Skinner then? No, Skinner has proven all. He's a Calder finalist. But you're paying you're paying Jack Campbell more money. Yeah, but you, you Skinner has proven all year. This guy came in when fucking what's his face when Spencer Knight got hurt. Nope. Twenty one and nine. Not even supposed to be here today. Season. Have I asked you guys if you saw Clerks three? Good. Yeah, she did last week. Yeah. All right. That's gonna do it tonight. Good night, Nick. Wherever you are in Chicago land. Sober up, buddy. Sleep well, young buck. Uh, Don't forget to uh, follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Uh, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air if you want us to. While you're there, turn on notifications for our podcast so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals Tomcast. Billy, say something witty. So this is going to take a minute because I got to take this opportunity for for the witty time to actually do like a little bit of a public service announcement. So as you guys know, the Penguins missed the playoffs for the first time 16 years, okay? So for 16 years, all around the country, we've had, there's Penguins fans everywhere that have, and and some of them younger ones have only known a world where the Penguins have been in the playoffs up until now. And so there's a lot of despondent young ladies around the country. And I plan to use this uh, as, as an opportunity to, play on that and and maybe screw them someplace very uncomfortable where like the back of a volkswagen oh thank you steve uh so to write it down <laughs> so i just i just want to i just want to say if you want to legally have sex with people not just girls obviously i mean girls are my preference but legally have sex with any people who have only known that the penguins have been a playoff team all these years they they are old enough in the following states that to happen legally so georgia indiana kansas kentucky massachusetts michigan montana nebraska nevada new hampshire ohio oklahoma rhode island south carolina and vermont oh.